On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about Smash Brothers again, and Super Nintendo games might be coming to the Switch, finally. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week I'm joined by Bradley Ellis, Hello. Daniel Bloodworth, Yo. and uh, we got some more Smash Brothers stuff to talk about today. Okay. Every time I'm on here, yeah. But uh, it's not just Smash Ultimate this time. What? It's not just Smash Ultimate this time, because oh, did you know? Thank you, Bloodworth. Yeah. It's the 20th anniversary of the original years. release of Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64. Uh, the Japanese release was January 21st, 1999. 20 wow. years ago. Wow. Woo! It's a long, long time. Yeah, I was like in sixth grade. But, uh, yeah, that's what I actually wanted to talk about, Brad. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to talk about like uh, the first experience with Super Smash Brothers, the original one. Oh, uh, yeah. How, how, how did yeah. I first hear about it? Yeah, how do you hear about Nintendo it? Nintendo Power, baby. Nintendo Power? In sixth grade, I remember we, so at our, our at our school we went to, there's a camp you would go to at sixth grade. It's called Outdoor Ed. And I remember it was like right before the game came out. And I was talking about with like Mike and stuff and like other friends about like, whoa, you can play as Link in this fighting game and <laughs> Samus? And got it day one, baby. It was ready there day one. It was awesome. Ooh. What about uh, you, Bloodworth? Um, I'm trying to remember, like, first, like, yeah, like, the first impressions, first reactions, because, like, I feel like I should have seen a Nintendo Power, but I don't have any memory of that. Mm -hmm. Did um, you see the commercial, at least? I, I, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely, yeah. yeah, I definitely knew it was coming. I'm just trying to remember, like, who previewed it first, whether it was IGN. It must have been IGN or something, because I think that was the only thing I was, like, really browsing online at that point, and probably saw, like, a little bit of video. Um, but, yeah, so it, it was kind of funny, because that was... That was the year that I was uh, at an internship at a missions organization, and so like we're all living in dorms and stuff, and we're, like basically like like we conglomerated like a group of ours like laundry money and things like that <laughs> to get it to be able to like, get a copy of Smash Bros. to play together. It's a perfect game for that yeah. too. Yeah. Everyone's gonna share in that enjoyment with that game. Um, I think my, if I remember correctly, my first exposure to it. I don't remember if I saw stuff about it first, um, like in magazines, before I actually saw a copy of it. And the caveat is I saw a Japanese copy of it. at uh, So where I grew up, uh, Blockbusters had a, a game store attached to it. It was Game Crazy. It was one of those game something mm -hmm. stores okay. attached to it. And uh, inside, they had uh, a Japanese N64 box. And I'm like... But I recognize the characters. I'm like, why are all the Nintendo characters on this box? And I asked, so I asked the the guy there. I'm like, hey, what is that? And he goes, just look at this. He turns on the screen and they're playing it. And I'm like, what is this? Why are all the Nintendo characters fighting each other? And he goes, yeah, it's Super Smash Brothers. I was like, oh my! And everyone like, there was a group of people and like around there watching it. And I just, I just thought, you know, nothing of it. And then now I realize, so I'm like, oh, wait, can you rent this? And like, yeah, but like, it's like rented out right now. And like, oh. it's probably gonna be a few weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, okay. So I got excited about that. And then I remember seeing, uh, I remember seeing the commercial, um, really good commercial for that, for that uh, yeah. game. Yeah. Got uh, everyone excited about it. And then just, yeah, I just remember thinking how crazy it was that there was going to be a Nintendo fighting game. But also it was so different, like using the items, like the concept that like you have to knock them off the stage. Mm -hmm. I think that was like, I had not seen anything quite like that before. I don't think there was, I don't know if there's anything similar to that 
that had come out before. So I don't know about YouTube. But was that kind of like a unique thing when you first actually played Super sure. Smash Brothers? Yeah. The way you won in that game. Yeah, I never played anything like that at the time. What about uh like the four? It had like four player multiplayer yeah. as well. Yeah, and stuff like, a like fighting that. Game yeah. Too? yeah, like on screen at once, mm-hmm. and it was still. Uh, on a like a 2D plane still, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like a, a 3D fighter. Right. Like it was like a Power Stone type game where you have like multiple people in a 3D arena. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, four player was pretty much on a high at that point with like Goldeneye and F Zero and Star Fox Mario and everything. Kart, you know, yeah. so yeah, Mario Kart for sure. So yeah, that, like that was one of the reasons we were so into it because like we yeah. just like all you know, it's another game that we can all just play together. Um, but uh, yeah, I just. Like, I just remember, like, feeling, you know, just, like, just that sense of bizarreness of, you know, those character models and everything, you know, being, mm-hmm. you know, on those stages together. I remember distinctly the the Break the Targets stuff. So fun. Like, going through, like, oh the extras God, in that yeah. game and seeing Break the Targets and just, to me, Smash Brothers, from the very start, felt like more than even just a fighting game because it had so much ancillary content attached to it that it was it always felt unique to me and that it, it, it was more of a multiplayer kind of like i always viewed it as like it's got fighting mechanics in it but it's also like a party game because they have all these challenges and stuff but at the same time i also i felt like a lot of games at that point were doing weird uh side modes instead of just like the main like arcade mode or the mm-hmm. main like story mode there would always be like even like old like street fighter 2 had the bonus stages where you're trying to break the car. car. Like Mortal Kombat had the test your mic. Yeah, Yeah. that stuff had been around forever. So it was kind of cool to see like a whole dedicated mode to stuff like that. So I never, I I, kind of contradicted myself there, but I guess what I really mean to say is that while I understood it to be like, I can see the viewpoint of it being viewed as like kind of like more of a party game. To me, it always felt like a fighting game. It Mm -hmm. always felt like a fighting game with just a lot of extra modes tacked onto it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, have any of you played it? And any time in recent memory, not recently. And, or if you remember the last time you played it, how did you feel about it after so much time? I was when I played it last time. I was like, melee's better. Oh, cheap blood! Have you played it? Yeah, I definitely have played it on an N64 controller. I'm sure there is some point on Virtual Console where I played it for. We played it for a bit um, for something, but. Uh, yeah, those controllers are super weird as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the N64 controller versus yeah, it's uh, kind of the, the Virtual Console controller. You know, oh, oh yeah. the Virtual yeah. Yeah, Console yeah, 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 controller. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, because it's kind of the GameCube controller kind of became the staple for mm-hmm. that series after Melee. It's kind of funny to think like the N64 controller was the de facto controller for that series when it started. Um, I played it. I did play it not too long ago, and I remember thinking how. It's still fun, but it's so slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just very really slow. slow, very exaggerated. Yeah, I was um, thinking floaty was kind of like... The stages are so simplistic. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, no, but... I mean, it's an N64 game, you know? Yeah, seeing them again, um, especially getting to compare them now to Ultimate, where those stages have been updated yeah. uh, and look much better now, oh, seeing yeah. their original N64 versions, like, huh, yeah, they really did improve, like, uh, these the stages, and they look much better now. Um... Yeah, just, just good memories for that game. Soundtrack was pretty good, although I think soundtrack kind of exploded once once Melee came out, yeah. and then Brawl culminated with like we're going all mm-hmm. in on this like the oh, soundtracks for these games. Yeah, but uh, the, the the thing I always remember uh, about Super Smash Brothers is the intro where it's like a countdown where it's like yeah. three, two, one, and then the snap, and then you see all the characters. But it's also 
the concept is that they're all toys yeah, in a that's room. Yeah, I was going to say. Weren't they that, like that, that 3D room? room? Yeah, you're yeah. in a 3D room, and they're just toys that come to life, which was yeah. kind of a cool concept. And we've seen that carried on with the first the, the trophies, kind of like the, their, their yeah, figures. Yeah, to a degree, but not... Yeah. Not, not as nearly. overtly as it oh, was yeah. in the original cutscene. Like we, yeah, we we've never seen them like actually look like some scene out of Toy Story like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they have like ragdoll physics when they're being dropped and stuff. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, it's it's. I think it's probably one of the more unique entries in this series. The first uh, one, the, the first one sure. of its style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very simplistic roster. Also, I mean, Smash Ultimate paid tribute to that yeah. by its original eight were uh, the mm-hmm. eight. Characters you start off with in Smash Ultimate are the original eight from was Super Luigi Smash Brothers. Unlockable in the first one. Luigi was uh in the first game. Was he like start or yeah, did you like, have to unlock him? Uh, I think it was, it was Mario, Fox, um, Donkey Kong, Samus. I think it was Kirby, Kirby, Kirby Pikachu, yeah. Link, Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. I think it might have been. Oh, did we say Donkey Kong yet? Yeah, I think it was Luigi. Okay, because then you unlock Jigglypuff and Falcon. Yeah, yeah, Jigglypuff. Falcon, um, and try, I'm just still trying to think about Luigi. We can just like look it up and stuff. But uh, let's let's finish up on that. Like mm-hmm. the like the roster. Do you kind of like miss having a smaller roster versus like the gargantuan lineup we have of seventy plus fighters now in in Ultimate? Or um, do you, do you... I don't really miss it. I don't think it's suffered really compared to the old one. It's just even more complex compared to the old one. And there's so many awesome characters now that I don't want to give a lot of them up. Okay. Like I don't want to give up Cloud. I don't want to get Belmonts. <laughs> if you could go back to Super Smash Brothers on NC4 and have if Cloud was PS1 dropped in there, Cloud? Yeah, like PS1 <laughs> Cloud dropped into that. All right, here we go. Let me clarify real quick. The original, uh, we got it wrong. Um, I'm sorry. So the original eight were Mario, Donkey Kong, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, Fox, and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. The four unlockables were Luigi, Captain Falcon, Ness, and Jigglypuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ness. Sorry. Right. Okay. And those were the the OG twelve that were in Super Smash cool. Brothers. But. Uh, what about you, Bowworth? How do you feel about like the roster? How it's like kind of ballooned in twenty years since the original. Um, I mean, I I definitely think there are some things in there that are, um, uh, you know, like obviously the the redundant. Uh, everyone pit. everyone talks about the uh, the Fire Emblem characters and such, and yeah, Dark <laughs> Pit. And, uh, but for the most part, I mean, those don't really take away anything. I I think most of the the roster. Mm-hmm really works out better than expected most of the time like there there aren't that many characters that are just so weird that they get left behind yeah i bet they'll cut guys in the next one though yeah yeah it is really interesting to think of like how do you go forward from this yeah like it's like mortal kombat ultimate i feel like i feel like there are a lot of characters that are "Quote unquote clones are very similar in play yeah, style yeah. to the others. Yeah, I think they could trim there. I never get upset when they add a character with a unique move set. Um, Incineroar was like mm-hmm. a good example yeah. of that. There really wasn't a character who played like that. That's kind of cool. Nice to add. King K. Rule, really cool. Are you talking about just like Echo Fighters? Yeah, like they could cut out on that and not like, Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Don't cut Ganondorf. Yeah, that's the hard thing. No, I think they've made Ganondorf and Captain Falcon different enough. Sure, he's, this, he's more different. But they don't now. need a. They can't add another character who's right. just like those, like right. those two right. at this point. But I, I think they could cut out the Echo Fighters. I think you could probably pick Simon and or Richter. Just mm-hmm. Pick one sure. next time. Maybe you don't just need skin both. Or yeah, something you don't need you don't need character. Ryu and Ken next time. Or yeah, a skin direction. Rick, that, Richter's definitely like the hardcore fan play right there. Yeah, There's so many people that you got me. don't know anything about Richter. I was like, oh, Richter. Adding Inkling was a good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so more of that. I'd like to see more of that. And uh, 
less of a the copycat. Oh, of course, I'd rather have like full blown new characters. Yeah, that's I think that's always the problem with Fire Emblem is that you get characters that have so such similar moves. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we know it's popular now, but uh, speaking of Smash Brothers Ultimate and their characters and stuff, uh, there was a recent interview in Nintendo Dream with Masahiro Sakurai, uh, director and the creative mind behind uh, mm-hmm. the Smash Brothers series. Um, uh, kind of give some insight into the the creation process of the most recent Super Smash Brothers, um, and there were some uh, some nice tidbits that came out of it. Mm. Uh, first, I want to give some credit. Uh, Push Dustin, uh, who founded All Source Gaming, which is a site that has amazing uh, tran- uh, interviews, Japanese interviews translated into English, mm. including a lot of really good ones about Super Smash Brothers, especially okay. like the early creation of Super Smash Brothers. Uh, did the translations? Uh, presented them on Twitter on their Twitter account. Um, and here were some of the uh, the highlights. Uh, first, uh, uh, I always pronounce this one wrong. Uh, this Kyle here. He's Kyle's outside. outside. Damn it. Uh, Decidui. 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 Yeah, I can never pronounce that one. Decidui was almost chosen for the new Pokemon spot over Incineroar. Mm. Um, so that was an interesting thing. So they were at least considering something else. Um, but real quick, yeah, how did do either of you had any strong feelings about them picking Incineroar for that last Pokemon slot? Was I just think he's a cool Pokemon for it, like a wrestling Pokemon. That's yeah, awesome. Surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I mean the style and the the way it's implemented is, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know, even though I I played Sun and Moon, like I you know I didn't get that far into it, and so I didn't you know look ahead to see what things evolve into so when yeah. Incineroar is announced I'm just like I, what is that yeah he had a <laughs> so flaming wrestling that was, was kind like, of my cool. reaction like okay <laughs> yeah. I have no clue what this is yeah visually Incineroar looked cool to me I was just curious yeah. how they're going to play mm-hmm. yeah um, but I, I know that there's always going to be Pokemon fans who aren't completely satisfied oh, of with whatever choice yeah. they make uh, this next one was interesting because I've seen arguments about it one way or the other uh, they, uh, Sakurai confirmed that Zelda in the game is confirmed to be based on a Link to the Past and a Link Between Worlds yeah. versions. Yeah. I remember being asked that question on stream. But she has the Spirit Tracks uh, Guardian, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, well, it's, yeah, it's what her spirit possesses. The uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, her actual their base design. design. Yeah. And yeah. I remember asking, yeah, people asked on stream, I said, yeah, it looks like a Link to the Past meets a Link Between Worlds Zelda. It's pretty cool. I liked it. I will say that's one thing that I do sort of miss a little bit is the the way that Samus and Zelda kind of had that trick to where, like, they were sort of two characters in one. Oh, And uh, breaking yeah. them out into completely separate characters. It's like, I know you get, you know, an added move out of that because you're not mm-hmm. sort of wasting a move on the transformation, but... Uh, it was still really cool to, yeah, to see cool them break apart. Thing, but yeah, specifically with uh, Samus changing when you use the yeah the the, the ultimate the, the ultimate was cool. But I always felt, especially in melee, Sheik and Zelda transformation like just is such kind of a cool and sometimes key component of that. Especially I remember playing on a casual over friends like you'd be using Sheik and they get used to it. You know, all of a sudden you just like bust out Zelda mm-hmm. like for a mix up on them, yeah. the mess with them. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was cool. Ah, fun times. Uh, next one, uh, Xenoblade Two and Arms were just uh, characters were just a victim of bad timing for their project plan. Hmm. This really? game just came out hmm. at a time when they were too far along, and they just couldn't work yeah, in characters into Rex the main roster. Yeah, they ended up being uh, me outfits though, oh, and assist okay. trophies, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no actual uh, playable fighters for them yet. Yeah, yeah. And who knows? Um, yeah, did that. I think Xenoblade 2 surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. 
um, because how popular that was. But also, ARMS, because it's a fighting game, seemed like just right. the perfect thing. I always assumed it had something to do with the development cycle, but I think I was kind of shocked that they got they no ever. representation. They were a cis trophy, right? Or something? Like a fighter representation. Like yeah. yeah. Like playable fighter. Yeah, there's a few different things that they had in there. Um, and the, the music, not, uh, not too... I don't think there's that much... Uh, were there any actual remixes? There weren't any Xenoblade 2 remixes. They just concluded the actual soundtrack, I mm. think, for a few mm. songs. And I think same thing with ARMS. They're so new, I don't know if they yeah. necessarily need yeah. remixes. Yeah, I don't remember seeing ARMS music, but it's probably in there. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see more, though. Uh, as far as uh, the, the additions they did, such as uh, Simon and Richter, Ridley, and King K. Rule, they were all added due to their placement on the Smash ballot. The, oh. the fan poll that they did. So Sakurai wanted to make fans happy. Where was Gino on that list? <laughs> um, I think I don't know if it was ever Gino was ever on that list. What? I also think they uh, restrict certain characters oh. uh, because they're just not possible. How is Gino not possible? Well, no, no. I mean, I'd be like Goku would obviously oh, be number yeah, one. I, mean, I think I know that, Goku but on that list, but Gino honestly. seems possible to me. I think they might. I forget if it's fan submitted or if they present a list of characters oh, and let everyone okay. vote. Okay. okay. I, I always forget how it works. And uh, I try not to pay too much attention to the Smash uh, ballots mm -hmm. because I don't want to Wanna have. Know, right. I don't want to know. And th now that we know that they do pick from that, it's just. Eh, okay. I'd rather not know. Sure. Um, you know what I was thinking? Again, it would probably be a, a copyright nightmare, especially the music. Uh, but uh, Dragon Quest representation oh have like God, a slime yeah. night. Oh, slime well, night! <laughs> slime night! Yeah, that's the rumor though that the, the one of the second from DLC it. character will be. From, uh, oh yeah, Dragon Quest three. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see. King K. Rule's concept was always or was to be a heavy uh, character, of course. Uh, but to do things that a heavy character normally wouldn't be able to do. Do you, th it. do you think they realized that that did they achieve what, that his goal? Gun? With King K. Roll. Yeah. Also, like his and helicopter. Parry, yeah. Helicopter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one of the, I think the best recoveries yeah, in the game, how much distance it could cover. The cannon's so fun. Oh, and the Throwing cannon, the crown. the crown, and the fact that people can take your crown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so cool. I love stuff like that. Like they it's did a really so good job fun. taking his move set from the original games. They do such a good job. Like of he even that. puts the pirate hat on when he brings up the gun. Just embracing those little like nice touches from yeah, those games that's great. and working them in like that. Also, yeah, and this is how they mechanically work so well. Because, yeah, you shoot the cannonball out, the suction in thing, also mm -hmm. part of the game. But you can suck the player in. But also you suck the cannonball in. It didn't change the directory to make mm -hmm. it uh, diagonal, yeah, cool. which is so cool. Um, just a fun character to play. Yeah. Finally, uh, Piranha Plant was decided because it's a character uh, that wouldn't be... They thought too many of the characters were iconic heroes or main characters, essentially. Okay. So they thought it was getting boring adding all these heroes or like these iconic main, like the the main protagonists or villains from these series. And so th let's put Piranha Plant in there. Let's put something different in there. And thus, <laughs> Piranha Plant was selected. Still haven't. It's still not available yeah, yet. We're yeah. still waiting on Piranha Plant to drop. Um, probably stream that when that happens. Uh, so we can't really comment on that. But yeah, I would. I, that was definitely. A very unique pick. Yeah, I was just like, why? Put right. it mildly. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, because that seems like that'd be such an obvious like assist trophy or yeah. something like something like that. So it's like, yeah. why not make Goomba a fighting character? You know, like like Koopa uh, Troopa or yeah, something. Koopa yeah, Koopa Troopa fighting character or you know something like that. Or Gino. Or, or Gino. <laughs> yeah, because Gino was just or like Gino. a, yeah. a low-key character in a little game called Super Mario RPG. It's pretty low-key now. 
Game's old. <laughs> He's never been anything else. Uh, what 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 would you rather have, Brad? Uh, an update to that game or a sequel? A true sequel? Oh, a true sequel. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, well, it depends who's doing it, I guess. Like a true sequel with like the team, the dream team. Oh, the dream it. team. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Would you want it to still be the same visual style as Super Mario RPG, I mean, or would you like want that it- still like trying to capture that same art style? But it, I mean, it doesn't have to look like a Super Nintendo game. What about that HD 2D patented recently by the uh, Square Enix for the Octopath? Way down, sure. Mm. Do that style, sure. Although, I mean, that's the thing with Mario RPG; it was done in kind of the same technique as like Killer Instinct or Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was, you know, one of those kind of early. Yeah, you know, 3D, 3D models. Yeah, you know, even though they rendered it all out of sprites. Yeah, I mean, I don't need like a huge 3D yeah. world necessarily. Well, one thing that sticks out in Super Mario RPG, I'm sorry, this is spoiling a very, very old game for you, but there is a uh, the not Super Mario RPG. I just got confused because we're talking about rare, but uh, Donkey Kong Country Two, the metal thing. Sorry, mm. uh, this is spoiling Donkey Kong Country Two for you. The hero metal, whatever you got, and at the end it showed how you stacked up to other characters. Mm-hmm. Remember, it had like. Link, Link and Sonic, like Sonic shoes or something, in a Did it have Sonic <laughs> shoes trash can okay. or something okay. in the background. I remember Link but like and Samus. See, yeah, there. but seeing those renders of yeah. that. But also in Super Mario RPG, seeing uh, the characters, oh, like, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Easter eggs. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was always nice to see other game series characters rendered in a different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt like that was something they were doing more of in that time period. It's kind of like nice nods mm-hmm. that you uh, you still see a little bit of, it, but not too much anymore. Right. Um, especially like cross uh, series references like that, it, they, they 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 seem to Nintendo still seems to do a good job with it. But I seem to remember it. It stood out in my mind more in the '90s for some reason. I think it was just like crazy, like, just yeah. thinking of them even being in that. Like yeah, nowadays, like, like I'm excluding Animal Crossing because right. obviously, like yeah. they, they love to do stuff, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing <laughs> giving you access Actually, to like dozens of games. What was the game? I know this is on, this is on our Look, topic. Here, there's an NES. Put it in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have playable games. This just reminded me that uh, it's not on the docket for this uh, this episode, but I data miners found uh, in uh, Mario Tennis uh, Aces mm. that uh, one of the upcoming DLC characters might actually be Link. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, apparently. Like, Breath of the uh, like same, same thing they did with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. They, It's going to be like the Breath of the Wild Don't outfit. Don't tell Kyle. He'll be furious. Yeah. I'll keep it a secret to everyone. I'm going to has later. like the hilt of the Master Sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like things that's like, oh, like there's a link between worlds having like Majora's Mask in there, but that was obviously teasing Majora's Mask 3D, 3D which would be yeah. coming out like soon I mean, after. Wild's His outfit's going to look hilarious. Yes. Yeah, oh, gosh. Outfit. Wonder whether whether or not they'll use the cap. You know what? That, I that, this is a for Breath of the Wild link probably. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it'll be Breath. Of, they also said something about like a Master Sorter cycle something thing in it. I forget what it was. Oh. It was racket. Yeah, so I think his racket's gonna be like themed after like, yeah, uh, like that, you that said. type of like what the Master the Cycle design is. It'll look like that. Oh, okay. oh okay. like, yeah, like the, Sheikah technology. Yeah, Sheikah technology style, cool. like the slate. That's um, cool. But yeah, sorry, this is gonna be thinking about something because. Uh, before the show, I was thinking about like when I was thinking about crossovers and stuff. Thinking about like when Nintendo does a Smash Brothers and where th- like directions could go for stuff. And I think in, it was either a recent episode or I was talking with someone about it. We're talking about uh, like um, uh, Sonic Team Racing coming out. Oh, is there in the last preview episode? And how we were wondering why Sega decided to go away from a all Sega racer to, to Sonic, and the subject switched to like Mario Kart. Um, 
Like, where's Mario Kart going to go? Because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a fantastic game. And same with Ultimate. They kind of become, like, the ultimate versions of their games. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the, the consensus seemed to be, well, what if Nintendo makes a Nintendo Kart instead of just Mario Kart? Because they are adding, they, they already have added characters that are not. keep the name, though, just for recognition. Yeah, I think so. Like, but because do, people recognize but yeah, it. Do you think they would start expanding more, I especially so. out of the gates yeah, with non-Mario Universe yeah, characters absolutely. in Mario Kart? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it'll probably still just be guest characters. There might be more of those guest characters. Um, well, you never and think... what the, the, the murmuring going around now is that like, the new Mario Kart's not even being done by the normal Mario Kart team. Oh, really? Weird. I haven't heard anything about the new Mario Kart. Somehow. Hmm. So, I, 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 I think it'd be a while. But I don't know how, like, that's just floating around, so I don't know if that have, has any truth behind so it. So the both of you, the concept of a Mario Kart, a new one, say Mario Kart 9 comes out and it starts with 16 characters. What if eight are Mario characters and eight are, like, the stars, like, Kirby, Donkey Kong, Link, like, what you right. switch to Smash would that Would that be okay with you? Do yeah. you think there's something yeah, they could care. actually do? You know? Sure, why not? Yeah, they could definitely do it. Um, and that kind of thing could certainly make it easier to come up with all kinds of stuff across the board whether it's carts or levels especially mm -hmm. and, you know they just think about how many cool levels you could come up with if you just suddenly crack that open uh, all the great stuff they did with f-zero on the last yes Bloodworth, and, yes. and the zelda track as well that's why i love seeing that yeah, like, animal I, crossing too. i have no allegiance to any kind of like ridiculous purity of a game right. in terms of that Mario Kart should say Mario characters only. Seeing them expand and include those levels you just mentioned, Blood, I love that. Mm -hmm. and me it, too. And it made me go, I want more of this. I want. I now expect this kind of because it's so cool to see that. Um, and you imagine like some yeah. Xenoblade track where you're like going across some Bloodworth. moving living thing <laughs> <laughs> yes bloodworth i like this Just wrap around one of their legs or <laughs> <laughs> and it, it could be like it could be a nod to the uh yoshi course n64 the one that had so many different paths you could go mm. but because it's you know by open mm. world and stuff like hey there's like you can go this way you can go that way um, yeah, they could do, oh man, if they did like a uh, Monado stuff where if you went too close to something, it like would show you, you're going to get hit by a shell. Like it comes up, so it gives you the option like, oh, okay. Here. Might be a little too much. Yeah. But. but see, the possibilities are fun to Safe talk theme, about. That was good. Um, speaking of possibilities of what may come, uh, and the Switch, um, recently a list of SNE and uh, Super Nintendo games were discovered in the source code. For the Switch Online NES app, the Switch NES app on your oh. Switch. Okay. So there's a there are game listings for Super Nintendo games found in there. Whoops. Yeah. yeah. What do we got? Um. So they were they were found back as far as December's update for the games. Okay. But uh, after the January 16th update, uh, that had the most uh, it had a uh, uh, Blaster Master, Zelda 2, Adventure of Link, and then the SP versions of uh, Ghost and Goblins and uh, Ninja Gaiden. By the way, I I. Uh, scrub to your report. I cannot beat Ghost and Goblins even with the SP thing. It just puts you at the last level, like oh. the start of it. I can't. I try to get the right items. I was like, I don't know if they don't have the right items or some shit, but I was like, yeah, Game Genie this. I mean, it's a hard game. I was like, Game Genie. And then on uh, the Ninja Guy, I. To, and you got those to controllers this, too. Yeah, to this day, I can get to the final, final boss of Ninja Guy in the second form. I can't beat it. Ninja I, very hard. <laughs> I cannot legitimately beat the final second form of the final boss of ninja guy i have no problem getting to it it's just that boss's pattern mm -hmm. just like i gotta like maybe watch some videos but anyway <laughs> after that update that brought all those games uh 
there was even more data discovered. So they now hackers mm. have established there's been a pattern since last this past December that they have been slowly adding not only game entries into the the app's informa- uh, code, but now descriptions of those games huh. as well in various languages. So credit needs to go to, I believe their name, it's EHM. I'm going to say M is the pronunciation of their name. They are the co-admin of the Cutting Room Floor, and uh, they published their findings on Twitter. So the list of games that have now been found in the NES uh, app on Switch include Breath of Fire 2, Ooh. Hmm. Contra 3, Ooh. Okay. Demon's Crest, yeah, yeah. F-Zero, nice. yep. Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dreamland 3, hmm. Kirby Superstar, Mystical Ninja, Ooh. Pilot Wings, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, <laughs> Stunt Race FX, Whoa. Super Ghouls and Ghost, Super Mario All-Stars, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, almost done, Super Punch-Out, Super Soccer, Yoshi's Island, and Zelda A Link to the Past. Okay. Two quick caveats. Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Stunt Race FX, Super Scope, or Super Scope, wow, no, Super Soccer, and Yoshi's Island were listed as JP only under the language. Uh, 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 While Super Mario All-Stars was listed as Japan and Italian only. (laughs) So maybe each region's getting different versions of these games at uh, at some point. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, sorry, what are you going to say? Yeah, Mario All-Stars is a a weird one to me uh, because the, uh, the original games are already there. Um, although they don't, they don't have any form of the quote-unquote lost levels on the no, NES not app not yet. currently on the NES yeah. app. Um, and that, yeah, I think that they they probably did significantly make that different on the Mario All Stars version. Uh, yeah, Stunt Race effects, I don't remember them ever. Porting that's an to interesting anything. one. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's been a while. I was like, whoa, okay. I, I remember seeing some of that in uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know, some of those. Uh, world of life things and I'm like man that's a fool right there <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, that's the reason why they're put in there because they're planning to bring it back on this uh, the service so yeah, I wonder how much Sakurai's team does to like remind the rest of Nintendo about these games that they games forgot exist. <laughs> the conclusion being drawn especially because there's been descriptions added for the game like there's the English descriptions for Super Mario World Super Mario Kart has a Spanish description the conclusion that's being drawn is that because uh, they've been adding more data to this, mm-hmm. and the list is pretty comprehensive. That it seems to be uh, a good guess that Super Nintendo games will be coming to the Switch in the near future. Yeah. Um, do you do you buy that? Do you think this is not like this is gonna happen? I mean, as long as this stuff isn't all made up and it's actually in there, it's pretty good evidence. Yeah. 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 I, buy it. I trust the cutting room floor people to like. Yep. Be able to like their data mining to, to pull that out. The switch doesn't seem that hard to, mm-hmm. to pull out data from. So we're getting a new version. So let's be interesting because right now, for those who aren't aware, new controllers they add a oh gosh yes <laughs> we might be getting and they might become function as Joy Cons as well because or slots like almost Joy Cons they have like the shoulder buttons yeah they're still the top the stick, but yeah yeah but they oh. slot they slot uh, slap slot in to the sides of the switch uh, base unit hmm. just like that to charge. Um, this is gonna be funny using Super Nintendo ones. Yeah, it looks so goofy when you do it, but it, it technically works. 
Um, yeah, I wonder what those are going to be. But also, how it works right now is you get four, four with quotation, new games a month. Um, the more recent months, we're getting special versions right. of existing games where basically uh, a save state at a point mm-hmm. in the game, which makes it potentially easier to complete um, for that. But uh, four new games added a month. So I wonder, do you think that they will be adding four new NES games and four new uh, Super Nintendo games mm. each month? I hope or, at the very least. Or do you think it's they're going to... slow trickle right Do you now. think they might yeah. <laughs> start slowing down to be like two and two maybe? Two NES, two Super Nintendo? Like, What do you expect or do you foresee them trying no, to I do? I can't see them doing that slow if they're going to continue doing this SP thing. Like, you can't just put out four a month. If four, if some of those four are just variants of things that people already have, yeah, the SV thing is interesting because they've never, aside from adding like easy mode stuff to the game, they've never outright. It's essentially like it's a save state, but it can also be viewed as like ROM hacking. Essentially, mm-hmm. like Nintendo's yeah. doing. I mean, they ROM did. Hacking. They did um, switch up uh, Wave Race sixty four on Virtual Console. They took out. The official Kawasaki logos oh. and N64 stuff and replaced it with like uh, DS and Wii, Wii banners um, on the sides of the tracks. Man, I miss Wii Race. Yep. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, I agree with you, Bloodworth. I, I think they can't slow down. I think it's going to have to stick to four a month. Um, I, I don't think they deviate for that. But of the four from each... I expect some will still be special editions, yeah. and I believe Super Nintendo games will also start getting special yeah, editions as well. Um, but it, it's one of the weird things. I mean, I know they're doing a lot more with these than the quick emulation that Virtual Console was, but it's it's slower than Virtual Console, and it's plus it started a lot later, so it's really weird. Yeah, we kind of know now the pretty much the answer was the reason they started slower is because they knew the classic systems were coming, and they... And he just right, blew yeah. up. They didn't want to cannibalize it. In fact, part of this rumor also... This is the last holiday season for those. Yeah, they, uh, if you believe what Nintendo's saying, they say there will be no more classic consoles being released at, at now. They're done. Mm-hmm. They, all that they've made have been made, and they're done. Whether you believe that or not, that's up to you. But I think this kind of there's an indication based on more of the data mine stuff because it wasn't just SNES games that were found as well. There are references to the emulator names. Um, mm. The NES and SNES emulator names are the code names used in the NES and SNES Classic, so okay. they are using the same emulate the uh, same emulator mm-hmm. tech as that. I know there's been, like info about like the ROMs they've got and stuff like or where the source for those to come, but the emulators themselves um, are based uh, the team they put together to make those. But there are three other emulator code names found on the Switch. Okay, so. We know NES and Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Super NES are likely. What do you think the other three might be? Um, what, would, what would you get? Wager against Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy. All right. That would be hilarious, <laughs> but I don't. I don't see that Game happening. Boy. Um, hmm. What? I would see Game Boy being a good possibility. I would see N sixty four being a good possibility, and. If it weren't for that Genesis Classics, I'd say Genesis. But Genesis Classics, they just put over there. So I, I could imagine that they, they won't necessarily do that. I don't think, Bloodworth, I don't think any third-party like systems will yeah. be done through this system. Um, here we go. Yeah, because it does make it complicated, right? Because nobody's buying games directly. They're just mm-hmm. part of the subscription service. Uh, trying to get the... 
I'm trying to get the names of the the emulators real quick for you. Um, cause I know one was a. SNK has been releasing stuff on yeah. <laughs> Switch like, Geo. every week. What about... Okay, so I heard Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Do you think it will just be Game Boy games or it be like... I think it'll be OG original, original Game, Boy, Game Boy. Game Boy Color, Game Boy... It's just OG? For now. Okay. Um, I mean, I think that the way Game Boy and Game Boy Color oh, work, yeah, that it could overlap. be one. It could yeah, be one emulator. You're right. Yeah. Not advanced, though. Not yet. Yeah, I think Advance would be separate. What about okay? So we said, but on the, 3ds, like the Advance games came out pretty much right at the same time as anything else. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I know that people are probably going to say the obvious N64, but I want to throw one out there: uh, DS, because it already had yeah. emulation on Wii U. Right. Um, there were some complaints about that emulation, so. And they did bring in that team from Europe to start helping out with uh, the emulation mm. support on uh, yeah. on Nintendo. Um, I would like to see a better DS emulator used. And because these are three codenames we haven't heard before, no one we're familiar with, that could be like one of them could be a codename for nude style DS emulator to run right. games That's on true. Switch. Games yeah. that would be compatible to run on Switch because we've got to remember the limitations that you can't play it. Uh, undocked yeah. and on the TV as well. Right. So there might be some small limitations there with some games that used uh, um, two screens. But uh, no, I guess yeah, I guess like the two screen stuff if they could do it. But there's a there's a Kickstarter that came out that uh, that supports uh, it's a ver- it's a vertical dock for your Got for it. your Switch that allows you to play like uh, like shoot 'em ups basically that oh, are meant cool. to be vertical mm-hmm. and one of the arguments for it is that uh, DS emulation might come to Switch that would be a better way to play it oh, is like yeah. in vertical mode but Nintendo doesn't officially support vertical mode right now on the Switch so it could be something that opens up that door so I'm going to make that bold prediction that one of those three okay. unknown emulators is a DS emulator so Game Boy we expect N64 probably to one be one of them. It's funny with it, and you know, and I'm sure that this is probably something they've ar- you've already seen on the, the the Wii U, and I just can't think of the specific instances. But with DS, it's you you know it, it doesn't work if you just like put the two screens on top of each other. You know, like it, it games accounted for the gap, like they basically rendered this gap that you can't see. I might have been sorry. I might have been wrong about there being five. There might have been four. But here they were again. Uh, Kachi Kachi is the codename for one of them. That's NES Classics emulator. That's mm. in the Switch. That was one. That's what runs okay. current NES games. Canoe is the other one. That Canoe is SNES Classic. In the boat or K A N U? C A. Okay. N O E. I'm pronouncing it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I just um, didn't know if you're saying like an English word or a Japanese yeah. word. Yeah. Um, SNES Classic Simulator. Then there's Hyoko, which has question marks, and Count. Count? Like Count. Like Whoa. Count. There you go. Those are the uh, those are the names. So people are like, what are these? There's only four. I'm sorry, not five. Okay. So it might be, uh, it would either be probably, as you said, Game Boy. Probably in 64 is probably the safest bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's only two, then I could very easily see a full Game Boy Advance all the way down the line. Because GBA could play... Old school Game Boy games. I still am going to stick to my thing. I'm still going to say one's in 64 and one is is DS. Okay. Um, I I'm curious. I I don't know why they've they've done portable. They still have 3DS. Here's my argument. They still have the 3DS. Yeah. 
they still are supporting the 3DS. We're not covering in this episode, but a few weeks ago, uh, Furukawa, the current president of Nintendo, um, spoke about they're still supporting the 3DS. It's like they still see value in it. It's still... It's hardware. Yeah, it's, hard, really it's hardware. It's hardware. Yeah. But part of that service is its virtual console, which has Game Boy, yeah. the Game Boy games on there. And that's an exclusive right now to that platform. Mm-hmm. I see them holding off as long as possible on bringing those games over. But what it does not have is does not have DS games on it. The Wii U did. Right. And that's a console feature. And I think they will bring that over to the Switch because the... You can already play DS games on your 3DS. There's no reason to emulate it on there. So I think uh, it is something that uh, they they would be more willing to do. I I can see, though, the easiest answer would be Game Boy and N64. But I just want to see a good DS emulator on a Switch. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, So, that yeah, that was kind of buried in there with the Super NES uh, games coming soon. But that's the thing here. Uh, Still have to to engineer how to close your Switch for trace memory. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, th- I remember how they did the the Wii U DS for a Phantom Hourglass. There's the puzzle oh, you have to yeah, do the clamshell. There's a way to make your the, like. There's a button you just press that makes it. Oh, okay. Do that, and then it, 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 it it's like the home. I think you just hit the home button or whatever brings up like the the emulator menu, and then you go back and it acts like you shut it. Um, but here's the thing. All this, this might the, the evidence says, oh, and people are speculating it might be coming soon. But we're almost at the end of January. We didn't get a Nintendo Direct. Everyone was saying, oh, there's a Nintendo Direct coming in January. It's still time, but I mean, I don't think it's happening. Right. They did just announce that the Europe is doing an Indies showcase tomorrow. We're recording on Tuesday. Oh, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, Europe yeah. is doing it. And the last time this happened. A week later, Nintendo did their Nindies Direct, mm. uh, their next mm. someone of that. And then after that, they did a proper Direct. Mm-hmm. So my kind of guess at this point is we're going to get that European presentation tomorrow. Sometime next week or sooner, will be Nintendo will announce their North American version of it, which will probably include some of those games and more. Probably more. I imagine the European one will be more about games we know about that right. are finally getting release dates. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the... Uh, Advance Wars game being made, Wargroove, is that what it's called? I know that name, but I'm not sure if that's from what uh, I forget the developer name, but it's basically like uh, uh, Advance Wars successor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and people are really excited about it. They're expecting that to shadow drop tomorrow on Switch, oh. which would be kind of nice. But I think we're gonna get a release dates for known games, indie games tomorrow, and then the Nintendo America presentation will have new announcements. Um, for indie games and then i think that will be the end of january and then i believe my personal prediction will be in february we're going to get a nintendo direct because all we have uh is uh we have yoshi's not yoshi oh we do have yoshi but yeah. kirby's whatever epic yarn the 3ds version of it extra epic yarn right. is in february that's their sole first party release then march and march is yoshi mm-hmm. um and they announced that on Twitter, which makes me think they have no announcements for Q1 beyond that, possibly. But we're, we're, we're getting to the point where there's nothing on the radar for Nintendo. Right. right. Uh, other than, oh, E3's coming. Oh, we... we well, we, yeah. I mean, you have some big hitters and you have some stuff that hasn't been announced But no, yet, but no but like, yeah. firm dates. Like, where's yeah. Fire Emblem Three Houses? That was right. supposed to be... Yeah, that's supposed to be coming out sometime soon, supposedly. But... Uh, this is... Demon X Mac. Where's that game date, gone? Right? We've seen a lot of that, but no firm release date for that either. Hmm. 
That, that, that seems like something mm. that uh, we made a mistake. Uh, we asked a lot of questions last episode in the preview. We, we, we did see it at Gamescom. We did. I remember showing them, they, like, you can get out of the mechs. You can go around. There was multiplayer. They talked about all of that. We're, we're, we were running so behind the episode. We're just, like, kind of, like, speeding through at that point. But, yeah, no, firm release date for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they really going to go? They can't not go with what we know now until E3. I feel like they're we're gonna miss out on so much stuff if they if they don't do that. They don't have a direct between now and then. That'd be it'd be a long time to go without a right. direct either, so Yeah. Um I imagine they'd probably do another port or two at some point. But yeah, yeah. We, we need to see what's coming for the next those next three months. Hopefully so after yeah. March. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm expecting a meaty direct when it happens. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's gonna talk about Games still coming out before E3. I expect a couple. Oh, Luigi's Mansion, yeah. And I expect it will... Yeah, and I expect we'll hear... It, I think that's what they'll probably talk about, the SNES games coming. Emotion, it won't yeah. be a big deal. Just like mention it. Oh, by the way, SNES games are launching today. on today yeah. as part of your subscription and stuff. You know, Enjoy these games, and we'll be adding more, more blah, blah, future, blah. Yeah. Oh, and those Super Nintendo controllers. They're coming. Mm, yeah. you know, pre-orders begin You know, for Nintendo members only. My Nintendo members only. They'll do that whole package thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I was just sorry. I'm just a little surprised. You know what would be nice for me, at least, since I haven't gotten the NES ones yet, is if the Super NES ones work with the NES. That games. would be nice, yeah. Because I would just get those. I don't see any reason why I, they wouldn't. I because just want a good use, solid D-pad, really. In the NES thing, you can use any controller that works on the Switch. Yeah, and because they register as like extra control, yeah, you're totally gonna be able to use them, Bloodworth. The thing is, you can't remap uh, button functionality in the uh, emulator yeah. or the mm-hmm. app, um, which is one thing would be nice to have access to. Who knows? Maybe they'll do quality of life updates to the existing mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe they'll right. add that stuff. Who knows? But you, we'd probably be restricted to just the B and A and the right. yeah, buttons. But I, I feel confident telling you, Budworth, you'll be mm-hmm. able to use your Super Nintendo controllers in your NES all right. games. It's been you can do that on all the older systems. They always worked like that. Um. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we get some uh, good information soon from Nintendo because their uh, their official hard date stuff. It's yeah, it's starting to dry up. It's just kind of ambiguous things that we know about. Like even like they were like, oh, Metro Prime Four this year. It's not confirmed for 2019. Where have they said it's right, coming yeah. out 2019? I I doubt yeah. it. Really doubt. Like Bayonetta Three, I'm like, was not confirmed for 2019. Where not confirmed. Bayonetta Three, I think is a better shot at it. Maybe I'm not sure what else Platinum has going on at the moment. Um. Yeah, they're working on Babylon's Tower thing for Square Enix, mm. and I thought one other project they talked about. I wouldn't be surprised if they're pulling on. Oh, the they're Nier probably they're, yeah. So I was thinking. Yeah, they're also probably working on Near Three, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, we get a direct soon. Um, I want to say as we close out this uh, close close out this episode, Franco, you might have noticed there were no uh, there are no patron questions this episode. Oh, and uh, yeah, that was my fault. Um, I've just been extremely busy. <laughs> mm. Oh uh, yeah, two reviews I, I've been really busy, back. and yeah, then sure. uh, I thought last night was Sunday night, not Monday night. <laughs> um, I I was just like out of it. I was like, yeah, I'm like labeling footage for the Ace Combat Seven review to like, I'm like, all right, I'm finishing labeling this. I'm like, all right, good. Now I can uh, now I can start looking at friend code because it's recording in two days, and I gotta figure out the subjects and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I know what the subjects are. And then I was like, oh, crap, Hall Great. So I started doing research on my Hall Great thing. And then I was like, I'll just I'll finish putting friend code to, together tomorrow. I have, I have time. And I woke up and I'm like, 
wait, today's Tuesday. I was like, no. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I got plenty of time to finish prepping the, t- the friend code, but I was like, I, I there's no point in making a post asking questions at this point. I'll get like two, like a handful of questions. Yeah, a handful. Yeah, yeah I I felt it would have looked like kind of like sure bad. I'd rather just say I forgot it because I was so busy. So I want to apologize to everyone for that. I'm really sorry. Uh, I've just lost track of time, but I'll make sure that won't happen again. Double up next, ne- next week, episode. Tommy. Next episode. Um, we will definitely be back to taking patron questions. <laughs> and uh, those questions will be available to $5 and up patrons. Uh, I will make a post the week we're recording calling for submissions, letting you know what we'll be talking about so you can keep your questions related uh, to those topics. And we'll try and get as many questions in as we can. And uh, with that, I also want to say this is the final episode we'll be recording here in Brandon's Whoa! Garage. Yeah. Another show that is uh, wrapping up here. And we'll I, be I'm particularly on. looking forward to whatever i mean it, we may we may not have an overlap but I, i'm looking forward to anything that like somehow slips through and is recorded here and then launches after the studio mm-hmm. yeah, I was, yeah i was curious I, I i got off by a week and thought friend code was gonna be that but i was like oh no we're fine we'll, yeah we'll, you'll be we'll up be right fine. before mm-hmm. um but there are there's some stuff you know visually we'll want to i would like to within the confines of what we'll be doing to to give the show more of a identity personality I uh, can't tell you any of those ideas because I don't want to spoil anything about anything we're doing. They haven't been decided. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Yeah, so nothing's been decided yet, but there are ideas. Um, one thing I will say uh, uh, going forward is that uh, uh, clips, uh, footage of stuff that used to, I used to edit into a very few of the episodes, those will actually be coming back. Uh, footage where relevant will be coming back to Friend Code. Uh, it will be presented in the same fashion, which it'll be uh, a smaller kind of picture-in-picture in the bottom. Uh, we might use the switch uh, system again. It's kind of like the lower third, and then we have the videos play like it looks like it's playing on the switch. Mm. Uh, we might be doing that again. Mm. And uh, I just saw a lot of comments asking all three of our podcasts to please start doing that. And I know since Friend Code already had tried to do it before, um, it's something that we want to get back to. So starting, it'll either be at this episode depending on if there's enough to show um, or maybe next episode, but where it makes sense, where there's actually something to show, um, we will start doing that again. Um, and it will be, you won't lose us. We will always be on camera and the footage will just be at the bottom. So I think everyone really liked how that was presented. So that's one thing I can tell you that will be coming. Um, but yeah, the next episode for this will be coming from uh, the new studio. Ooh. So new look and everything like that. But yeah, apologies again for the no uh, no questions, no Q and A that uh, that was on me. I, that that fell through. Um, yeah, that's gonna gonna wrap it up. Mm-hmm. There wasn't uh, wasn't too much big news no. the last two weeks. There was the whole uh, the the bummer thing is though. By the time okay. we're done recording, yeah, indies, and and yeah. well, NPD numbers are coming out later today. Oh, so those okay. will probably be covered on the Easy Allies podcast. So that's Kyle's story. Yeah, that, Kyle's gonna get that <laughs> that, that that scoop right there. Um, and then yeah, we're missing those the, are the Smash Brothers numbers. Yes. Yeah. Tap. That's yeah, kind of Smash Brothers again. Yeah. In fact, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go look right now live. We're gonna go see if those numbers drop just so I can see that. But I will say this. They did do a preliminary report, and uh, the Switch was the best-selling hardware of 2018. Hmm. Uh, and in December, it actually outsold PS4 and Xbox combined. Wow. 
for for oh. hardware sales in North America. Oh, here we go. December 2018 NVD results. Switch highest console selling console of 2018 by units and revenue. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate top selling game of December. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> making this for me. <laughs> I just want this right here, baby. Right here. Number one, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for December. Beating out the likes of Black Ops 4, Red Dead Redemption, Battlefield, you name it. Pick any game you, <laughs> you want. Name it. it beat it. It beat them all. Um, uh, do they list the uh, top? Uh, ooh, the 20 best selling games of 2018. Here's a good one. Yeah, get out of here, Huber. <laughs> the highest we uh, we the highest Switch game at number five. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Wow. Best wow. selling game of 2018. Wow. One month of sales. Made it at number five. Wow. That's uh that's insane. The next best switch game was Mario Kart 8 all the way down at 12. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Smash Brothers did pretty well. I'm trying to say real quick that anything on Smash Brothers, like a quote about it. So here we go. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is already a blockbuster hit. It is the top-selling game of December and the number five best-selling game for all of 2018. What's stunning about this is that Nintendo's games do not include digital sales on this chart. Call of Duty, Red Dead, and Spider-Man all do, at least (laughs) on consoles. So that's not including (laughs) digital sales. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the best-selling game of December 2018. Package software launch month dollar sales of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate exceeded those of the previous best in the franchise history, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which is the previous one, by over 70%. (laughs) Brawl was the previous best-selling Smash Bros. game. And... Uh, for its uh, launch month, and uh, Ultimate beat it by seventy percent. Woo! So if you didn't believe it before, from all the, the the numbers that were like eking out over the last month about how well Smash was doing, it did really well. Yeah, I'm glad we got to cover that at least. We got we snuck that in there. I'm so happy I checked that. Um, that's huge. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this to wrap it up. Do you think that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will end up being the best-selling game on Switch over its lifetime? Ooh. Uh, it's between that and Mario Kart, most likely. I don't think there'll be another Smash Brothers released on Switch. I think another Mario Kart will. Yeah, yeah. if there's another Mario Kart, and I Mario think Kart that will outsell it. Oh, you think a new Mario Kart would outsell mm-hmm. it? Like a Mario Kart it, 9? When everything's said and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting pick. I uh, I think I just see them supporting Smash for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna keep at it. I think they support it longer than any of their games, and I think that's gonna keep it selling uh, sure. a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think Mario Kart Nine if they did that. Oh, they'd support the hell out of that. Yeah. So Mario Kart Eight did so well, and I I don't know whether to take that as a brand new one would do even better. Uh, because it wouldn't be viewed as, oh, I already bought the Wii U version, but there wasn't that many people that that applied to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in, in relatively speaking, yeah, I could see that. No, Brad, I could buy that. Mario Kart game could end up being the best selling one. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely believe that. Do you think the Pokemon 2019 game has any chance Pokemon. of doing that? Maybe. Or a Pokemon game? Yeah, Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Especially depends on how they count it. If they count them separately, it might have a harder time, but... If- Yo, yeah. 
Oh, uh, you know, I will give that. I will. If we ever go back and check this, someone asks us this question. Hey, remember in this episode you said, can you go look now and see what who won? I will count Pokemon game combined the two versions. Okay. Uh, not three. They make a third version. Not like uh-huh. later on. Two, nope, yeah, nope. Yeah, like just the later. two. Yeah, yeah. Just the two that come out uh, this year. If they still do come out this year. All right, that's really gonna wrap it up for this episode. <laughs> um, thank you again, both of you, for being on sure. this episode. And again, apologies. I'm, I'm gonna keep apologizing for no Q and A this time, but it will be returning. So thank you for your understanding on that. But until next time, from the new studio, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. 